Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, it's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Crossroads wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across Sheffield from the 31st of May to the 2nd of June. So other podcasters that you'll be able to see include Katie Price, Catherine Ryan, Ramesh Ranganathan and the original Adam Buxton. But there's also a whole host of free fringe events, family shows, surprise acts and after parties that Jane and I haven't yet been invited to. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. Head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Wednesday the 23rd of February. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Emily Wither. The world holds its breath as the crisis between Russia and Ukraine continues to escalate. Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare new so-called countries? And Ahmad Albury's murderers are convicted of federal hate crimes. No one should fear that if they go out for a run, they will be targeted and killed because of the colour of their skin. Times of London Daily World Briefing After Russian President Vladimir Putin's historic speech on Monday night left the world open-mouthed, on Tuesday the world responded. Recognising the two rebel-held regions of Ukraine, Luhansk and Donetsk, as independent countries, President Putin ordered Russian troops into the regions, something the White House has described as an invasion, although Russian troops are believed to have been there for years. In a televised address on Tuesday night, President Biden strongly condemned Russia's actions. Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare new so-called countries on territory that belong to his neighbors. This is a flagrant violation of international law and demands a firm response from the international community. In what remains a rapidly developing situation, the White House has now said US President Joe Biden will not hold a summit with President Putin until Russia de-escalates the situation. A meeting between US Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, scheduled for Thursday, has also been cancelled. Shelling continued on the front line between Ukraine and the separatists on Tuesday as Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky called up army reservists, stopping short of full mobilisation. But in what may be a significant development, the Russian president said that Moscow's recognition of the two so-called republics includes the entire Donbass region, incorporating territory still controlled by the Ukrainian government far behind the front line. The remarks could lead Russia to claim that Ukraine is attacking the new republics, although President Putin said he hoped talks would resolve this. Times of London's diplomatic editor Roger Boyce has told Times Radio that President Putin has changed during the pandemic. It's clear that he's, he's no longer the kind of Slav nationalist, Russia belongs together, uh, we're all cousins, we're all brothers, um, and therefore the West should leave uh, Ukraine and Belarus alone. 
that that isn't really his position anymore. He's talking like a colonial uh, a colonial invader. As the world tries to anticipate Russia's next move, President Zelensky has told Ukrainian citizens in Russia to leave the country now. In an interview with Times Radio, British Foreign Secretary Liz Truss said that she believes a full-scale invasion is highly likely to take place. What we have seen is Vladimir Putin's plan playing out, the use of attempts to discredit the Ukrainian uh, government, the use of false flag operations, the use of cyber attacks, uh, the the increased activity in the Donbass region. We've seen all of those signs, uh, as well as the troop build-ups and the uh, creation of hospitals and so on, that indicate he is planning a full-scale invasion. Meanwhile, on Wednesday morning, Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitry Kaleba, called for tougher sanctions to be imposed on President Putin and his inner circle after Western countries launched what British Prime Minister Boris Johnson called the first barrage of sanctions on Tuesday. Powers including the US, EU, UK, Japan, Canada and Australia have all imposed a range of measures. In perhaps the most significant move, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz blocked the German approval of Nord Stream 2, a major multi-billion dollar gas pipeline in the Baltic Sea, connecting Russia and Germany that has already been built. Helen Thompson is Professor of Political Economy at Cambridge University and explained the significance of the decision to Times Radio. The Germans have you know, rather expensive uh, electricity. That's in part the consequence uh, of the decision um, to move away from um, nuclear power that Merkel took in 2011. There's a reliance on gas. And if you say you're going to make gas more expensive when you've already got extremely expensive electricity by comparative standards, then that is a competitiveness issue for German, some parts of, uh, of German industry. So this is, this is far from inconsequential from a German perspective. On the way, Britain's Prime Minister is still under fire for partying during lockdowns and find out why thousands stood in long queues in China yesterday to say I do. Times of London Daily World Briefing. It was two years ago today that 25-year-old Ahmad Arbery was shot dead while jogging in Brunswick, Georgia. The murder sparked outrage in the States and across the US, with many criticising police and prosecutors for failing to act swiftly in the aftermath. Back in January, three men were found guilty of killing the 25-year-old and received life sentences from the state's courts. But now on Tuesday, after four hours of deliberations, the same three men were also convicted of federal hate crimes and other charges. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland spoke shortly after the verdict was delivered. I I cannot imagine the pain that a mother feels uh, to have her son run down and then gunned down uh, while taking a jog on a public street. My heart goes out to her and to the family. That's really all I can say about this. Former police officer Gregory McMichael, his son Travis McMichael and neighbour William Roddy Bryan were found guilty on every count. These included kidnapping and using force to prevent Arbery from using a public street because of his race. Mr Garland told reporters Americans have a moral obligation to combat the hatred and bigotry that motivates hate crimes. No one should fear being attacked or threatened because of what they look like, where they are from, 
whom they love, or how they worship. And no one should fear that if they go out for a run, they will be targeted and killed because of the color of their skin. We head across the Atlantic to the UK, where despite the crisis engrossing the world in Eastern Europe, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is struggling to shake off controversy around parties held in Downing Street during COVID lockdowns. Dubbed Partygate, revelations that a number of social gatherings took place at the Prime Minister's residence and office during strict lockdowns in 2020 and 2021 have shaken Johnson's premiership in recent months. Following an internal investigation, London's Metropolitan Police are investigating the incidents for potential breaches of COVID laws. Reports on Tuesday night now suggest that Johnson will be the first British Prime Minister to ever be questioned under caution by police. A police questionnaire sent to 88 people accused of attending lockdown parties, including Johnson, states that the answers are given under caution. Questioning under caution involves an interview with a suspect of an investigation where any statement can be used in evidence. Times Radio's political correspondent Charlotte Ivers explains Johnson's expected response. Boris Johnson's hired his own private lawyer in order to help him answer the form. You can have a look at some of the questions on that form. It's pretty simple stuff, to be honest. Did you attend? Do you have a reasonable excuse for attending? And our understanding is that Johnson's excuse is going to be that he only attended the events he attended very briefly and he did so in a work capacity. Whatever happened after he left the room, if it did become a party, is none of his business. That's the line that we expected lawyers to be taking. In Burkina Faso, over 60 people are believed to have died following an explosion at a makeshift gold mine. The blast happened in a market adjacent to the mining site in the southwestern province of Pony on Monday. Dozens of injured people have been evacuated to the nearest hospital, with children understood to be among the casualties. An investigation has opened into the incident and one person has already been arrested. Pony's High Commissioner Antoine Duamba spoke at the scene. When we arrived here, the bodies were scattered everywhere. With the help of security personnel, we secured the area and used volunteers to evacuate the bodies. It was probably caused by explosives, but as to how it happened, for the moment, we don't know the answer to that. The blast has sent shockwaves through Burkina Faso, a country which depends on gold as one of its leading exports. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Sport. And now with a historic agreement for US soccer, here's John Jackson. US soccer has agreed a monumental deal that will see the USA's women's national team paid the same as the men's side going forward. The agreement has ended a dispute dating back to 2016 when some players filed a federal wage discrimination complaint. In March 2019, all 28 squad members filed a discrimination lawsuit. They claimed they were paid less than male players even though they generate more income for the United States Soccer Federation. The players will receive $24 million and US soccer has pledged equal pay for the men's and women's teams across all competitions, including the World Cup. President Joe Biden praised what he called an overdue victory in the fight for equal pay. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Entertainment.
It's been three months since a controversial conservatorship that controlled Britney Spears' finances came to an end. And now the American pop star is about to reveal her side of the story. Publisher Simon & Schuster have secured a $50 million deal for a memoir from the singer after a bidding war that involved multiple publishers. The book will address the pop star's career and family relationships, as well as her decade-long experience living under a conservatorship. Shortly after her conservatorship was lifted in November, Spears said she believed her family members should all be in jail for the degrading treatment she had been forced to endure. Earlier this month, she revealed she had been invited to the US Congress to share how she achieved justice during her conservatorship battle. And finally, it was the day of twos yesterday, which had thousands running in twos to registry offices across China to say I do. The 22nd of February 2022 might not sound like a particularly special date to you, but for many across China, it's considered highly romantic and thought to be full of love, because the number two sounds similar to love in the Chinese language. In the capital, Beijing, registry offices extended their opening hours to process more than 10 times the number of applications they would normally expect. And according to local media in the eastern city of Nanjing, 2,200 couples had applied to get married, compared with the usual 200 to 300 a day. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday, the 23rd of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.